This is Robbie Brown with Unknown Ventures, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 6, Episode 3. I'm here with my nephew, Steven. Steven, say what's up. What's up? What's, up, what's going on, man? You, you sound a little sick. Yeah, I have, I have the flu. <laughs> you have the flu? <laughs> yep, it was, it's been a long four days, but uh, I'm, I feel like I'm getting better. Yeah. I have a lot of energy today. Good. Because so, we're going to need it today. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, I had the weirdest thing. I had the congested. Yeah. And my whole face was hurting. That that was my flu. Uh, did you look at the mirror? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm know, kidding. Right? I'm joking. It's a joke. Um, I'm pretty excited today. Uh, our guest today is Jonathan Dodd, the artist. Mm-hmm. Hey, John, what's going on? Welcome to the club. Hey, Robert. How the heck are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm having a good time. Do you recall, do you recall like, like three years ago, I asked you to come on our, you know, this show and I said, Hey man, you want to come on the show? And you said, uh, I don't have any Bigfoot stories. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's and and true to this day. I don't have any Bigfoot stories, so I apologize. No, <laughs> it's, o- it's okay because I I was saying no, man. We can just talk about your art. Yep. So, heck yeah. So, um, for people who don't know, uh, Jonathan Dodd is a great artist, and um, and you did the the logo for Bigfoot Club. I did. And yeah. so so I had an idea and I sent it to you and I said, Hey, can you make this changes? Can you do the skull like a sagittal crest and eyeballs a little bit bigger, put the wording on the bottom, blah, blah, blah. And you did it like in within maybe, I don't know, three or four hours. And I go, man, that was quick. <laughs> I was, I was stoked about that one. That was a lot of fun to do because um, I wanted to sort of incorporate the gigantopithecus style skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, Cause like I, I originally got the idea from like Bullet Club, uh, mm-hmm. the wrestling group, and and I wanted to change it up. I said I wanted to change it up. I wanted to look different. I wanted to be our own. And uh, you did a great job on it, you know. Because I I can only just give you a couple of pointers what to do, and you just ran with it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really happy with that. And actually, and you guys sent me out a shirt. And actually, you sent me one for my brother too, and. Um, we uh we rock them all the time oh, i appreciate it man that's that's awesome, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. so um so i was i was listening to matt's show bigfoot crossroads where you know matt is a good friend of our show you know uh, matthew Reg- reginald bartholomew nappers that's what that's what we call him yeah. uh and you were talking about a graphic novel are you able to talk about that <laughs> um no not really oh. um, we're, still, we're still we're still in very very early writing stages of that mm-hmm. um i actually right now in a, an airbnb with my brother on a writing retreat nice. so we are we're actually working on we're we're about halfway through writing it okay so i don't want to talk too much about it just because got it um you know we're still, you know, we're still in the thick of it right now, trying to trying to figure out where the story is going to go and stuff. So yeah, it's pretty early on. 
I mean, I can relate because I, I don't know if I told you, I, I write for my older brother, Richard Dominguez. He has a comic book called uh, El Gato Negro. And okay. he does, uh, his, his company's called Azteca Productions. And I've mm-hmm. written some stories for him. And, you know, he just, he'll call me up and say, hey, I need this. These are the characters. These are the powers. Go. And I go, okay. And I just start writing it, you know. And, uh, oh, yeah. Because, like, yeah. like, in the past, he's always been, like, kind of, you know, close guarded of his, his creation. And I, would, I wanted to write for him. And he wouldn't talk to me about it, so I just wrote a story and just sent it to him. I said, "Here," and he li- he he read it like in one night. And he goes, "Hey, this is good." I go, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> so, so he goes, "Can you write more?" I go, "Yeah." So I, I've been I'm writing a story for him right now as a character I made up called El Chingon, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a, a it's a kid. He's like 16, but he looks like he's like in his 30s. He's like and he wears like a like a old you know luchador mask. Mm-hmm. And he's got he's got like super strength, but he's really innocent and but he means well. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm writing a story for him right right now. It's a, it's, a, it's a, which I'm excited because I created it myself and I offer and I showed it to him and he loved it. He goes, "Hey, can you write a, a, a like a one shot of this?" I go, "Yeah, absolutely." So very cool. That's really cool. So since we shared some information on that, you want to quit pro quit? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So. um you do like a writing retreat? Do y'all always do that? Like go like no, body? it's actually been it's pretty new actually. Oh. We've done um like maybe two of them in the past. Mm-hmm. So on the same story. Um right now we're in Richmond, Virginia. Hey. Um, went out to a, a little Airbnb there and uh just been, you know, hanging out during the day. We went to a couple breweries today and then um came back to the, the place and then just started throwing ideas around and um, yeah, I don't know. we're, we're kind of, you know, playing it by ear. This is the first ever, you know, graphic novel, comic book, mm-hmm. um, anything. Oh, I mean, we, we've made, you know, things in the past, like we used to do, uh, some filmmaking. Right. Um, so like, like small, like, um, small writing projects in the past, but this is probably like one of the bigger ones that we've ever done. So we're kind of feeling our way through it. And, um, I don't know, we're, we're taking it serious. Right. We're taking it very serious and um sounds like it. We're getting we're getting some really good results, I think. Like last night we had we had some really good, you know, back and forth and uh figured out some some more plot points and stuff like that that we wanted to incorporate and you know, the story is just growing and growing. So it's at, at some point we're gonna have to, you know, put the you know um Mm-hmm. You know, put the brakes on a little bit and be, you know, be like, you know, we, maybe we need to just finish it. <laughs> yeah. So it just, it seems to grow and grow. I know. It, I mean, if you, if you're a writer, you know, you yep. know, things are, once you get the story going, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to put the brakes on, but yep. um, yeah, no, we're, no, we're super excited about it. Um, I've been doing some concept art as well, mm-hmm. which I'm really stoked about. Um, it's going to be a lot of work, but we're, we're really excited for it. I, it, it sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. I know when I know whenever because my older, like I was telling my older brother, he brought in like another story to me, and Jonathan it had like eighteen characters in it. He wanted all eighteen characters. It's a it's about um it's about us the uh, sun god of, of Mexico, the Aztec uh, sun god uh, Donatu, mm-hmm. and he wanted me to explain like the thirteen the thirteen um, heavens in the Aztec lore, and then he wanted me to oh, incorporate like eighteen gods in it, and I go, oh lord. And so, and so I got a bunch of, I bought a bunch of sticky notes and I just put it on my wall 
and I put like character mm. names and I was putting like, you know, strings to it and stuff. And yeah. I was doing the, I was doing the whole gamut. I said, man, okay, how do, you know, how is an Aztec God supposed to talk? What's, what is this, what does this verbiage sound like? Or what is it, you know, what does it read? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's, that's not, not only, um, you know, being creative, but also being able to do research as well. And like kind yeah. of looking back and trying to, you know, incorporate all those different storylines from, you know, like mythology and stuff, which is super interesting. Yeah. Cause like he, he was wanting me to incorporate it like with today's stuff. And so I was using Google earth and I was using actually streets in Mexico, uh, mm, street yeah. stores, like buildings, stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I was looking on what, what, what type of vendors are like over by the Aztec pyramids now? Like mm-hmm. what, what, what type of foods were they doing? So I was trying to incorporate that, you know, all like, like in my story. So it was kind of, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, who got you in, like, for example, who got you? Cause I know I, I heard from you. I, I heard about you from like Matt. Matt was the one that he goes, Hey, I got this mm-hmm. artist. Cause like every now and then he would tell me, cause Hey man, this artist is pretty cool. Check him out. And I'll, mm-hmm. and I'll go to their link or their Facebook or Instagram. And he was talking about you. And I said, okay. And so I went to go check it out. I go, Hey, I like it. I guess pretty good stuff. And he goes, he goes, I think I'm going to ask him to do my, my logo. I go, Hey, yeah, yeah, do that. And he goes, I go, and then show it to me. And then I'll reach out to him and see if he wants to do my logo. And so <laughs> who, who was the person that got you into, cause I know you were already doing Bigfoot stuff, right? You were doing cryptids, yeah. different, different art. Who was the person that got you into this? This because I know you're you're starting to do like more stuff. Like I know you just stuff for the Moth Boys, right? Oh yeah, the Moth Boys, and you were doing logos. Go ahead. Honestly, it like doing like official sort of like podcast like Bigfoot stuff. It was it was Matt that that kind of got me into it. Um, Okay, uh, he he reached out to me and he wanted um, the the first ever uh, you know Bigfoot Crossroads. Um, logo to be done so I did that for him also uh, Lauren Smith reached out to me a couple times as well to, mm-hmm. to do a couple things for Nightcallers um, so that was kind of like my, my intro into like doing the um, sort of like for hire Bigfoot stuff mm-hmm. before that before that you know I had been doing you know just kind of like the um, nature scenes, like paintings, nature scenes. What I would do is I would basically just uh, do a, a a nature scene, you know, just you know, mountains, uh, rolling fields, you know, trees, rivers, and then I would just stick a little Bigfoot in there somewhere. And, um, it got a you know, it got a pretty good response. Um, I, I would just share them, you know, on Instagram or on Facebook or something like that, and you know, they would get shared around between. Um, you know, the, all the cryptid pages on Facebook and, uh, on Instagram as well. And, um, from there, I just kind of like started building stuff. Yeah. Uh, But yes, I I mean, it it was just kind of like a, I've always had a, a, an interest in cryptids and and Bigfoot. So it kind of just like was something that I liked and then I, I did just for fun and then kind of snowballed into something now that I'm doing, you know, for, for pay now. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of cool how, how fast you did stuff for us. And I, I could pay you on PayPal or like Venmo. And I love that. I go, yes. 
I can pay, yep. I can pay you. So. I like that too. Cause you know, I, I work for a couple of people that are like, Oh yeah, we'll cut you a check. And you know, two months later you get a check in the mail all of a sudden now we have Venmo and stuff like that. And people can just pay you right up front. And that's fantastic. I love that. <laughs> there was, um, there's a couple of paintings I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Yeah. There is one that always, always sticks with me. Uh, there's one of, I, I'm, I, it's a Bigfoot, but I'm, it kind of looks like an ape and he's smoking. What was the, <laughs> what was the concept of that one? <laughs> that one. Oh man. I think I saw a picture of a gorilla smoking at one point and mm. I was like, that's hilarious. Like I would love, I would love to do a Bigfoot version of that. And, um, I don't know, for some reason when, whenever monkeys do stuff that like people do, it just cracks me up. It does. Know. It does. <laughs> And so, because I know uh, on the uh, the uh, the uh, Bigfoot Club page, I post a lot of your stuff, and I always put your name on it. You do, and thank you so much for putting my name on stuff. Like no that. problem. And I can tell you how many times, like people just literally steal things. Yeah, <laughs> like they'll crop, your, they'll go as far as cropping your name off of. That's pieces of that sucks. That sucks it. ass. Yeah, so I mean, you guys, you guys go above and beyond with you know the credit and stuff. So I love that. Thank you so. So much. that one particular painting that you did, I, I call it Smoky McSmokester. <laughs> Smoky McSmokester. That's what I call it. Smoky McSmokester. So, so I like this one. That was a. There's like a floorboard, and there's like a face, and he's like angry. Angry. He's green. He's green. He's He's angry. He looks like he's screaming. It's like it's like a hole, like in the the, the floorboard. You said a feral, feral his self portrait. I don't remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mind us. We're just looking at the. <laughs> we're Are looking you looking at, at my page. Instagram page yes, right now? Yes. We're yeah, looking, we're looking at that. Um, you, you got one of Doctor Doom. That's that's badass. Oh, yeah. yeah, Doom. Doom's one of my favorites. Um. Let's see. Clem is, is is creepy, by the way. Which one is that one? No. Yeah. So that, oh, was, yeah the... um, that was part of um, – I'm not sure if you're familiar with the artist. Uh, her name is Brett Manning. Um, she does, you know, a lot of, like, um, fey folk kind of art. Um, mm-hmm. She does this thing every year. She hosts, like, an art challenge called uh, February. And oh. so, uh, February. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, February. And, you know, it takes place in the month of February, obviously, and um, she'll, you know, put up like a um, a prompt of a, a different creature from, you know, like Celtic mythology or, you know, some sort of fey folk. And, um, you know, me, like I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Like I love that kind of stuff. Like back in the day, my dad used to have these books that was um, uh, Alan Lee and uh, Brian Froud or the artists and they would just, and they would create, you know, all kinds of different like creepy creatures like giants and elves and dwarves and stuff like that. And different like fairies and stuff. And I would just like, as a kid, I would I'd look at these books and just like pour over this artwork and it was just so cool. So that it kind of like strikes a chord in me, that kind of stuff. So mm. I always, I love to participate in that uh, February challenge. <clears throat> that's, um, that's awesome. It is awesome. Um, do you know who do you know who Alex Ross is? Oh yeah. So this is what I, I kind of see. So I I call you the Alex Ross of the cryptic world. 
Oh man, I need to patent that. Patent <laughs> on something because like Alex Rasta, he's the one that does all those Marvel covers that are really almost look like I, realistic. I love yeah, it's like, great. It's great work. Like the like very realistic paintings and mm-hmm. everything. Like I can remember like back in the day, like getting um, like Wizard Magazine. I don't know if you guys ever. Yeah, I do. Magazine. I do. But uh, like he was in Wizard Magazine all the time with his covers, and like me and my brother would look at those all the time and just be like, man, these are. And just incredible works of art. Um, and I still love how he would make the, you know, like the, the costumes look like actual like cloth or like actual, you know, like Iron Man has looked like actual metal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was shine. So, like, it was like, like shimmer, totally like yeah, shimmer. So, totally so yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so like some of your, your work also kind of reminds me of uh, Frank Frazetta. You know, you oh, know, yeah. Frank, because it's like Frank's always did like images of like a situation, like a person, like a warrior and a girl surrounded by a bunch of wolves. And you don't know if mm-hmm. they're going to get out of it. Yeah. And yeah. So, so cause, he, he throws you right smack dab in the middle of a, a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where it's going to go. Because like imagination takes you where it's going to go. Yeah. Because like, like some of your artworks like that, like there's um. There's one of a guy fly fishing, and there's like a, a like a Bigfoot coming up or walking around a corner or something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. another one is um, there's like two guys, and it's like in a like an Arctic type of setting. And there's like like a Yeti standing behind them, and you can see his hair blowing. Mm. You can see yeah. his hair blowing. And I thought that was like, man, that's that's creepy as <laughs> hell. I found the best one of them all. Which one? A Bigfoot picking his nose. <laughs> <laughs> wood, wood, yeah, wood booger siding. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was, and yeah, that was sometimes it's just as simple as a, you know, a sentence. Um, <clears throat> so now we got to get a, we got to get him to do like a Bigfoot, like, you know, wiping his butt or something. <laughs> I mean, they do that, right? I would think so. I would think so, yeah. And get leaves, you know? You would have to. <laughs> they don't, they don't want to get a, a rash. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We, for some reason, we talk on Bigfoot Club. We talk about weird shit all the time, Jonathan. I don't know if you, no, dude. I'm I'm down for it. Okay. Because we, like, like, we like to incorporate. I, the, I was know. just about to ask you because I know that you, um, uh, Robert. I know you used to go out into the field looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. I don't know if you ever went out. In the yeah, field. He, I was a tag along. Yeah, he was <laughs> okay. like like Stephen. Let, let me just tell you, Stephen. Like, um, I, I kind of raised Stephen, and so whenever I would go do my stuff with the TBRC, the Texas Bigfoot Research Center, I'd bring him along. He was like, well, how do we, like seven? seven. Yep. And so he would, he would go to the <laughs> so, woods with okay. me. Yeah, so he would go to the woods so with you me. Know, and- you know what's up. So yes. what I was going to say was I, I was wondering, like, because, you know, we were on the, that topic of, you know, Bigfoot wiping their butt. Did you ever find any logs? Bigfoot scat? Yeah, logs. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, we found logs all the time. Really? Yeah. Really? Not me. <laughs> Because I would have done the famous Jurassic Park. That is a big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you weren't allowed to cuss back then. Oh, yeah. That was seven, yeah. So. 16, uh, maybe I would have got away with it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we I, I think we end up finding, like, a couple of logs, like, in, in, in East Texas. Wow. So. And so, <clears throat> where, like, so what do you do, like, in that in that situation, what do you do? Um, do you just say, hey, that's a big pile of shit, or do you, like... <laughs> 
Or are you trying to collect samples and stuff like you that? You know, we were collecting samples, and I, I think at the time we were we were trying to get this guy in Northwestern to uh, to take some of our samples, and but we didn't tell him we didn't tell him what it was. Oh. And he was he was looking for some he was looking for some samples for his class so they could like look at and you know determine and stuff and we used to send him like hair samples all the time but we would send him scat sometimes mm-hmm. and uh, Ken Marvel is was one of the researchers that I was with uh, the marvelous Marv and he was like Kenny's from Chicago so he knew somebody and at Northwestern so he got that link up with us so we used to send him scat. Mm-hmm. And they would like it would just come back like undetermined or something or yeah. So well, we, I, I was wondering about that too because like I mean that's kind of the case with like all the DNA and stuff that people send in too. Yeah, there's nothing to you know compare it to, so it's either going to be quote unquote contaminated or like, mm-hmm. yep you can't you can't you know, it's undetermined. So yeah, because like what you, where you go from there? Yeah, because we were we were collecting one samples off uh, in. Uh, Lamar County and it was on a fence line and it was like this one like one particular group of, of Bigfoots used to cross this one barbed wire fence and mm-hmm. so we used to get hair all the time and like we were er- it was early on probably like in the early 2000s and we were collecting it with like with tweezers and what we were putting them in like plastic bags mm-hmm. and then we would like hand it to them and they would send it off and it would come back like you know un- uh, like it was like human DNA or something, and, and the guy says, "Are you contaminated? Are you touching it?" And we go, "Maybe." And says, "Okay, we'll use tweezers, <laughs> use gloves." And and we go, "Okay, we would do that." And we send it again, and he would come back. It's it's human DNA. Wow. And I go. He goes. He goes. What are you doing with it? And said, "Well, we're using tweezers. We're using gloves." He's, "Are you using an envelope?" And we go, "No, use the envelope." So okay, so we started using gloves, tweezers, envelopes. We send it to him. It still came came back human DNA. And they, mm. and these were like coarse, like coarse, coarse, like hair fibers, and they were, it looked like it come off like a like a horse's tail or something. Yeah, I was about to ask like <clears throat> you could like compare it to a, an animal. Yeah, it was like it was really That's thick. It was really thick. It was like really thick, almost like you can maybe sew with it. You know. Well, I was going to wow. ask you too on that. Whenever you did find the hair, mm-hmm. did you ever try to smell it? See if you can smell like yeah, uh, yeah. Some of it. You know, it's funny that you say that <laughs> because like some of it was pretty stinky and some of it was not like there was, there would be a big clump. There was a big clump on there. Uh-huh. It would be pretty stinky. And then Is some of like, as soon as you, it was, as soon as you got near it, you would smell something or as yeah, soon as you put it to your nose. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as you put it to your nose, it was, it was pretty pungent. It smelled, it smelled like a, like, like a wet dog. So, um, but anyway, that is their cologne. <laughs> It's no. it's good stuff though, um, John. I know I know you've you've actually you've gone in the field since like the last time I asked you to come on the show because like before you you had never done any like investigations or mm-hmm. uh, been in the field right. But now you've done that now right. You're you're a seasoned guy now right. <laughs> I don't know if I would say seasoned. I I um I did go out uh, once with uh, Alexander Petikoff mm. and um, Eli Watson. Hometown um, is that hometown home- monsters. Uh, small town monsters. Small yeah, town they, monsters, um, right? They have a a show called um, Beyond the Trail, mm-hmm. and um, it's basically um, it's headed up by Alex, and he, um, you know, it's it's basically like a 
I mean, he shoots everything himself. It's, you know, almost kind of like Survivor Man, you know, meets Bigfoot. Right. You know, not not Survivor Man Bigfoot. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a really cool, um, you know, YouTube series. It's actually been – it's pretty successful, actually. I think, he you know, he gets pretty good viewership on it. Yeah, um, yeah, he does. I went out – I went out – I mean, I – I've sort of like created a relationship with uh, small town monsters. Um, you know, I, I go to like all the, you know, the cryptid events and stuff and they're usually there and we kind of met up there and um, they asked me if I wanted to do some artwork for them. And um, I've done a lot of artwork from them, you know, recently in the last couple of years. Um, but that's how I kind of met up with them. And um, I heard Alex was going to be, you know, a few hours away from me at one point doing a, an investigation up in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And so I just reached out to him. I was like, Hey, would you mind if I just like came up and hung out with you? And he was like, Oh dude, come on. You know? So I mean, he was like totally, you know, super cool about it. He sounds and, cool. Uh, I mean, he sounds like a cool guy. Cause um, I know Matt, cool. yeah, Matt, awesome Matt, Matt got a, a, like a relationship with him and I know he's been on Matt's show and I know Matt and I did like a, a review of, you know, his, some of his, I think uh, documentaries and stuff. And so he seems like probably like one of the coolest dudes because you you know you see a lot of people on TV, yeah, and you don't really know them, but the you know that you know Petikoff he looks like a really cool guy to get along with, and they they film a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I mean he's he's constantly busy, um, and from I mean I I mentioned a little bit a little while ago that I did some filmmaking work you know a little while ago, mm-hmm. and just from you know that standpoint of knowing what goes into making a film and uh, like, just like coordinating a film, like it's insane, like the amount of work that goes into it. So I can't even imagine like, I mean, they're, they're constantly making stuff. Like they're just working their butts off over there at small town monsters. So I'm super impressed with them. And they're just, they're, they're kicking butt. Um, Yeah. But Yeah. yeah, I mean, so I, I reached out to him. I was like, Hey, would you mind if I, you know, just came out, you know, I set up a tent with you guys, you know, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a camper, I'm a hiker. So, I mean, I, I love doing all that kind of stuff anyway. Um, and I just thought it was a cool opportunity. And so I reached out to him and he was like, yeah, come on out. So, um, I met up with him and Eli and, uh, another investigator. Um, and we went up to, I don't know, it was like a, I don't know. I think it was Elkins, West Virginia, I Mm. believe. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's like super high elevation up there. It's like snow a lot. (laughs) Like there's so much snow up there. Mm -hmm. We were, we were there luckily, you know, in the, in the summertime. So it wasn't so bad, but it's, I think the elevation is like 4,000 feet or something like Mm -hmm. that. And this is like a super remote area. Like there's one, you know, dirt road that goes in there for miles and miles. So I, I almost got lost just getting there. Um, but it was a, a really cool little spot. You know, we were up on, you know, sort of like a ridge and then there was a swamp down below us. And then across the swamp there, it went uphill a little bit further and there was some, you know, like rock formations and stuff like that. So that was kind of like the, the terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we camped, we hung out, we did, you know, some, night investigation we went through the swamp at night it was soaking wet we, we were you know soaking wet all night long um pitch black you know I mean, we had like one light like a headlamp um they had you know their thermal cameras and stuff like that so that was a lot of fun um 
we didn't we didn't really get any you know uh activity that night mm-hmm. um the day after though we did so the first time we went in there we were in there at night so um the investigator whose sort of area it is that alex was hanging out with mm-hmm. his name is less and uh less had sort of like taped off some areas like a couple years ago and we were trying to find you know different areas that he had taped off and one area that we could not find to save our lives at night um but we did actually find it the day after and you go up this hill and um there's like a a rock cairn up there that we don't know who built it but you know it's like a big big old you know stack of rocks up on the top of this hill and um we also found on that area where a whole bunch of rocks had just been smashed and we were like what in the world would be over here smashing rocks like i don't we don't really get this there was also a couple trees that had like and and they were sort of in a line like down the mountain mm-hmm. like you know, every like twenty yards, there's a tree with the same sort of break on like, it. Scratch. No, it was like a scratch. Okay. Almost. So we thought maybe like a bear, maybe. Um, but I don't know. It just seemed like so like methodical. I don't know if bears do that or not. You know, I have no idea. But um, it just seemed like it was like a, a weird scratch on two. It was almost like if if you walk up to a tree. And you put your hands on either side of it, and you push up and down with you know massive claws. So it was, it was kind of it looked like a bear, and that's kind of what we, you know, surmised. But it just seemed really strange. Yeah, I mean, because I know I know bears do that, but they don't go the extent of doing like a cascade of them. Um, right, and it, it was strange because we could look like we found the first tree, and then like we would look, you know. Mm-hmm. Down that down the hill, and you could see them, you know, just all in a line. It was kind of strange. Hmm. Did you like? Do you guys like? Did you guys like smell anything or feel anything? Like, nope, no. Okay. I mean, it was it was pretty normal actually over there. So <clears throat> I even mean, I even went off by myself for a little while just to kind of see if like you know look around, and hmm. um, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary either. So, man. That's brave. I don't think I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go by myself now. That's how every horror movie starts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking no. back. Yeah, that's probably not the smartest idea. Yeah. You know, because like I know uh, whenever I was going out to East Texas, I, you go like you know, because there's some areas in East Texas are very like remote, but they don't yeah. they don't have any hills or ridges like that, like you were saying, and that's to me that's like the ultimate place where a Bigfoot can hide or just see who's coming. Who's going and, you know, because, hey, I'm going to smash some rocks because I'm mad. So, <laughs> yeah, mad. I mean, there was there were some boulders smashed over there. So we I mean, we looked at it. I mean, we couldn't really, you know, surmise anything from it. You know, mm-hmm. it was just a bunch of smashed rocks. A human, I guess, could have done that. Um, it was kind of in like a weird place, I feel like. But it's you you can't, you know, just jump right to Bigfoot. But um, but you know, it's just a, it, did, it did seem kind of strange. But that's all I can say about you, it. You know, because I know I've been out to Oklahoma and I was out in Kimichi and real rural area, and they have like a bunch of boulders out there too. 
And one of one of my friends, you know, um, has got a cabin, and so we used to go. We used to go out there and go looking for Bigfoot, and then we would sleep in the cabin. In the middle of the night, he had an outhouse, so we would come outside to go use the restroom. And I could hear, like, at three in the morning, someone just going to town on a boulder, just with another rock, just like bam, just pounding a rock, like all night long, you know, from three to like five, just pow, pow. You know, you could hear it like maybe three hundred yards away, and they were like, you know, it was probably further, but it was just like it was echoing so loud. Mm-hmm. And I would get out to go pee, and it was like pounding, pounding, pounding. And I yelled really loud at the top of my lungs, I hear you. <laughs> and, it, and it would stop for like seven seconds and then go back to doing it. Pow, pow, pow. Wild. And I got, <laughs> you should have said, stop it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I should have said, stop it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. So, <laughs> Quit with all that racket over there. But we used to get stuff like that all the time, you know, Jonathan. We used to get like, like something coming in the back of the cabin and slapping the cabin and then running off and see that would freak me out. <laughs> that, that would freak me out. I'd be like that, pissed. and then you always hear about people in tents and they're just like circling tents. Yeah. That that would freak me out too. So I was I was talking to this one guy uh, this past week at work, and I was telling him about the podcast. And then he just you know because like whenever whenever I start telling people about the podcast, they just start telling me stories. I'm sure. Whenever mm-hmm. you're at at the conventions and you're doing your art or showing your art, people just walk up and start asking, just start get telling you stories, right? Oh yeah, and, it's one of my favorite parts of doing this. So. <laughs> yeah. so this one guy walks up to me. He says, "He goes, hey, I listen to your podcast." I go, "Okay." He goes, "Hey, man, I was in Colorado last week." I go, "Okay." <laughs> he goes, "I was on this ridge. I was on this ridge, and like you know, we were, we were camping next to a, a river, and the river was like on a, a, a decline." And across the river, there was like a, 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 um, like a cluster of trees, like a tree line. He goes, I was sitting there, you know, drinking and having, a, you know, had a, had, had my buddy with me. We had the fire going and we were just talking and we saw across the river on the tree line, these set of red eyes really high off the ground. I go, I go, how far off the ground? He goes, I don't know, but that's pretty high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. he said he noticed it for like 10 minutes. And then eventually, you know, he mentioned it to his friend and his friend goes, do you see it too? He goes, yes. And then whenever they both looked at each other, it was gone. Of course. And then I asked him, I said, I go, how did you feel about that? Did you, did you feel scared? You know, did you, did you, uh, you know, did you smell anything? Did you hear anything? He goes, no, I didn't hear anything. It was gone. <laughs> so. I was watching. I was watching. Them. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. Do I just, they know that, that that creeps people out or creeps anybody yeah, out? Yeah, of course they know that. Well, then why would they do that? Because they want weird. you out of the area. Well, yeah. be, be a man or a Bigfoot. Go up there and be like, <laughs> get out of here, please. This is my property. Hey, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> your, your, your Bigfoot etiquette, is yeah, that what this is? <laughs> Bigfoot etiquette right there, man. I think Jonathan would agree. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know. I, I actually... Um, <clears throat> I have a, a like a strange eye shine story. Go. I don't know if you guys want to hear about absolutely, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So um, actually it was the last writer's retreat that me and my brother were at. Uh, we found this little cabin. Uh, it was a, a cabin. It was built in the 1920s. Mm. Um, and uh, it's, it's basically the, you know, the, an area where it's like basically in the, in a holler. So like right next to a, a creek and then there's two hills that go up the side and the, the cabin's just like right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was a super old cabin has a really cool little path that goes all the way down to the new river. So the new river is in Virginia. Um, 
and evidently there's some Bigfoot activity out there on the New River. Um, I think there was a I can't remember what um, show it was on, but I heard recently a, a podcast show of someone who saw a Bigfoot and thought it was a gorilla on the New River. So that was kind of cool. But anyway, we were out at our writer's retreat, and um, it was about probably, I don't know, 2.30 in the morning, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, my brother's dog gets up and is kind of walking around the, the cabin, so I figure she needs to go outside and go to the bathroom. So I get my dog up and I'm going to take all the dogs outside to go to the bathroom. And um, it had rained that entire day. And uh, we all went outside and it was super foggy. So I had one headlamp and I had, had it in my hand. And I was just kind of like shining it around uh, as the dogs were outside, you know, sniffing around and going to the bathroom. And I caught some eye shine right above the cabin, like up the hill. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see it. I know you guys know, you know, if you're out in fog and you have a, a light, you're not seeing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's actually, you know, you can't see a ton, but what I could see were two pairs of eye shine up on the hill. And so the one on the left was green and the one on the right was orange. And I was like, that's kind of strange. Um, so I was I was just like sitting there, like pointing the the headlamp up the hill mm-hmm. at these these eyes, and so th- and this is the weirdest part. It looked like the orange one looked to the green one, and it looked back, and then the orange one turned its head and just kind of disappeared, like left like left the area, and then the green one squared up on me, like. I could tell it looked straight at me, like into the, you know, the light, Mm. which, and at that point I was like, okay, this is really weird. I think I should probably go inside. Um, So I, you know, collected the dogs and went back into the cabin and it didn't even, I mean, other than being strange, it didn't really, you know, hit me until like much, much later that, that like how strange that was. Yeah. Like, the the two pairs of eye shine were different colors, so possibly two different species of animal. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, or we're just hanging out up there and we're communicating with. I don't know. Like it, it was, it was super weird. So I don't know. I, I would love to get your guys' take on that based on what I just told you. Right. Um, I, mean, I can't. For I mean, I can't say that that was Bigfoot. Right. I mean, right. I, there's no way to tell. <clears throat> I couldn't. I didn't see anything except for glowing eyes. Um, did the dogs react to it at all? Whenever, whenever you noticed it, I don't think so. No, I, I didn't really pay attention to them, to be honest. With okay. you. I was kind of like zeroed in on them. I think they were just doing their business. Um, how did you feel whenever you saw it? Did you feel nauseated, sick, nope. scared, nope. nothing? No. And you're, you're that was kind of, that was kind of weird too, because you know, what if that was, you know, a, a mountain lion or something like I didn't, I mean, that, that could be potentially very dangerous Yeah, to be that close. I mean, I was probably, you know, 15, 20 yards from this eye shine. Yeah. It was, up, it was uphill and I was, you know, at the bottom of the hill looking up, but, um, that could be very dangerous and I didn't get any kind of like weird feeling about it. It was just kind of like, Oh, there's something up there. Is there, are there, are there panther sightings in that area? I don't know. 
I'm I'm sure there are. What, um, didn't you say it was in Richmond, right? Or you're in Richmond now? No, this is a uh, this is uh, Fry's Virginia, F R I E S, I believe you spell it, Fry's Virginia, and it's right on the New River. Yeah, I know there's there's Dumfries, but I always call it Dumb Fries. <laughs> yeah, um, because I, I used to dispatch in that area, Fairfax and Richmond and Norfolk okay. and Virginia Beach, all that stuff. So I kind of know the area a little bit. Yeah, um, Fredericksburg, all that stuff. <clears throat> but yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm from Fredericksburg originally. Oh, okay. Uh, and then and then moved to moved to uh, Richmond. Um, but yeah, so we we were out west, sort of, you know, west of Richmond in. This That's, place called Fry's, Virginia. It's it's mountainous. It's a mountainous like area. Lynchburg, um, right? That's um, west of Virginia. Yeah, yeah, it may be. Um, there's Lynchburg, and then there's a. Uh, oh man, I can't can't think of the other name. Uh, like Charlottesville. There's Charlottesville. Um, Christiansburg. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Christiansburg is right over there by Roanoke, and I mean most most animals like you know, raccoons and um, you know, just critters in general usually give off like a yellow, like even panthers give off yellow eye shine. Um, okay. well, that's right. That's right over there by George Washington and Jefferson National Forest. So what I what I what I could and I still to this day I don't think I've even looked it up. You know what what has orange eye shine that would be in this area. Like, do bears have yes. orange eye shine? Yeah, the, they, they do. do. They do. Do they it's, have green eye shine as well? Like, I, can they change? The, I, I, don't, I don't think. I mean, maybe some species do, like maybe a brown bear or something like that, but most okay. most black bear, they have like a, yeah, a we have fiery. We have bears here. I don't yeah. think we have brown bears. I think they have a fiery orange one, but the green one, that kind of throws me. Let me, let me type that up real quick. Hold on. It's mostly foxes, uh, cats. Dogs, raccoons, with the green, with the green one. Wow. So, so that I mean, that's kind of weird, though. Like, why would you know? Why would there be two like random species you know, of animals just chilling? You, you know, the only thing I can think of is this. Um, I don't know how much lore is that. You know what? What native and you know Native Americans? I mean, group is there in that in that area? Do you know? Um, in front. See, I'm not. I'm not as you know. Not as familiar with that that area of Virginia, but um, I know like let's see, we have uh, Pamunkey sort of now out where where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean the the reason why I was saying is because like some Native American lore, you know, they have like stick people, they have um, you know skinwalkers, and they got like uh, oh, man, changelings. That's freakier than Bigfoot, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it is. I will, I will say that, and I, I didn't mention this before, the night, that was the second night that we were there. The first night that we were there, me and my brother and the dogs did a night hike down down to the New River. So there was a, there's a little path that goes, you know, it's about a, it's not even a quarter mile, but, you know, it's, it's through the woods and down the mountain and stuff like that to mm-hmm. the river. And uh, we decided to, you know, go totally lights out. Like lights out, let the dogs lead us, and um, that was it. Was scary, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and I was thinking, you know, later on, like that's kind of like a tactic that you know Bigfoot hunters do. You know, like they go, they go out, you know, and do these little you know, hikes and stuff, and then try to bring stuff back in. 
Yeah. So, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe it, it drew something's attention, you know, when we did something like that. Yeah. It's kind of like checking you out. See who's, see, see who's at the cabin. Let's see who's at the cabin. Cause I know, uh, we did a story, I think earlier this year or last year, and the gentleman was in North Carolina and he was talking about, uh, he went up to a cabin and this Bigfoot just came out, you know, I guess was testing the water, see who was there and just yeah. showed up and then like went on his porch, went through, looked through some trash cans and then left. Right. So, <laughs> and I said, I go, how many nights were you there? He's just there one night. And Whoa, they, okay. they saw this Bigfoot see, I, like on the porch. I and these, I think these like Airbnb type cabins where there, you know, there are people there every now and then mm. they draw a lot of attention yeah. and stuff like that. I feel like I would, like, and go ahead, we, go ahead. we generate, we generate a lot of trash when we're there uh-huh. as well. So, you know, it's a easy food source I yeah. think as well. Yep. I would, I like the next like retreat you go, I would go to the BFRO website and just look up the County and just see how, how often you get, uh, Bigfoot sighting in that area. If you get like one or two, there's probably like ten. Yep. And if you get like yeah. you know ten, there's probably like twenty, twenty or thirty. They're not. They're not being reported and stuff. So, um, I don't I mean, know. That's, that's, that's the, area, the area definitely looks squatchy. Like we were, <laughs> we were there, uh, and like the whole time we were there, down in this holler, it was just like foggy and spooky the entire freaking time. Like mm-hmm. it was wild. Like it was it was like the perfect writing environment for the subject matter we're working through. So mm-hmm. we were like stoked about it, but like, yeah, man, it was, it was like a, a weird atmosphere the entire time. On, on these retreats, have you ever experienced anything paranormal? I was about to ask that. Um, not so far. No. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That is good. That is always good. Cause I yeah. feel like that would, that would retreat. You're trying to retreat to, to write or come up with stuff. <laughs> Yeah, good mm-hmm. night rest, you know. No pun intended. No, no pun intended. Yeah. But, um, but that's good, though. The, yeah. The, the eye sight shine, that is creepy, though. Yeah, that's, I don't know. It could have been a mountain lion. I don't know. Could have been a bear. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say what it was. All I can say, it was kind of strange. And looking back on it, it kind of, like, made me think twice. Like, what was that? Like, that's yeah. so weird. You know, I, I'm, I'm a heavy believer in this because, like, I've, all the people that I've talked to, Jonathan, is that, you know, there's always like some sort of like when someone talks to me about a Bigfoot stuff, I always come back and I ask some more questions and it always, mm-hmm. I always gravitates around, um, um, infrasound or, uh, EMF. And, mm-hmm. and so now when, if I go back in the field, I'm always going to take me a K2 meter mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what. And so I, I I don't know. It's just like sometimes there's always like some kind of correlation between the paranormal and like Bigfoot. Like Bigfoots are for some reason always attracted to cemeteries. They're always attracted to electrical right aways, gas right aways, where there's EMF. And so I, I don't know. It's just like I ask that question whenever someone says, I, "I think I saw a Bigfoot." I say, "How did you feel? How did you you know? How did it make you feel? Did you feel nauseated?" Because like everybody has a different reaction to EMF or or infrasound. I mean, it's just conjecture. Yeah, it's just I conjecture. I didn't get like a, a weird feeling other than that uh, when the the pair of orange eyes kind of disappeared off to the right. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, maybe I don't know where that thing's going. Like, could it be coming down the hill around the cabin, like to flank us? Like, I, what what are we doing? Like, and then with and then the green one kind of like squared up on me, 
that was kind of like, a, okay, maybe I should probably get inside at this. This is, I don't know what they're doing. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. So, but I, ne- but like I said, I never got like a, you know, how you hear about these Bigfoot encounters and people just like are just like peeing their pants in terror. Like I, it would never happen. Like any, nothing like that. Ever yeah. Happened, so. so the next, the next morning, did y'all, did you see any footprints or do you see any evidence? See, or? That's, that's so weird. And, I'd, I'd like to get your guys, you know, POV on, on that as well. It's like, cause I hear it a lot too. in other, um, even like, you know, sighting encounters, like people don't go and investigate anything. It's almost like they, it doesn't occur to them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the way it was for me too. Like the next day we were packing up to leave. So, I, and where I saw this eye shine was like up the hill, like a 45 degree slope up the hill there was a little, you know, a uh, little grade up there. And I think maybe there was a path at some point, you know, up the road that I never found, but you know, there was, there was just no like convenient way to get up there. So I just never went up there right. and I didn't even really think about it until much later either. So I'm, I, I mean, know, it's I, kind of strange. I mean, I was curious to see if it actually came down maybe like walked around the cabin or something like that to see what was yeah, there. And it never saw anything like that either. So. Okay. Because it, it could have been easy because, like you said, it had just rained, right? And then, so footprints should have oh, been yeah. pretty easy to see and stuff. Okay. I was just curious about that. That's – yeah, you're yeah, right about you're right about that. that. A lot of people don't go back and look at stuff because, like, they – because most of the people that we end up talking to, you know, don't, you know, plan on seeing a Bigfoot or mm-hmm. a creature or something, and they'll just leave. Like, okay, I'm gone, you know, and – um. <clears throat> I don't know. See, it was it was almost just like I didn't even think to do it. Yeah, and, and until until much much later. Yeah, because I I can tell you off experience. I know I was walking down the trail once in in Oklahoma, and I walked down an area, and then uh, I got called back on the radio to come back to base. As I came back, as I was walking back, I was walking up this trail, and something crossed the trail before I guess whenever I passed it the first time, and it was like a little puddle of mud and water and there was i was like maybe like a 14 inch print in it and you could see like the toes and the the foot the heel and the water was still moving oh dude you sent me that picture yes that's the one Uh, because yeah because um i was i did a uh a portrait of or a picture like i drew a picture of it with you know the casting material yes exactly yes yeah Dude, that's wow. that was that was a great photo. Too. Yeah, that was that freaked me the heck out because I we were walking back and I was walking back with uh, my uh, buddy Tim Clay. He's not with us anymore. And uh, I, I go look. I pointed out. I go that was not there before. <laughs> so oh, wow. so this wild. this was like around like nine o'clock in the morning. Mm. So it was like this thing was like circling us and just checking us out. We didn't even know it. They were they were brave and they were quiet too. Uh, yeah. But, um, wow. yeah, that's weird to see the water still moving. That was freaky. I think you told me that too. Yeah. And I thought, I go, man, that's, I, yeah, it just happened. It had to just happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I wish I had it on video. That's what I wish. I go, man, it would have been, it has showed you how real that was. And yeah. it's crazy. It is, it is crazy. <clears throat> we're, we're coming up on an, on an hour, Jonathan. Uh, we're like 53 oh, minutes wow. in. So, um, we usually do like an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, how does uh, how does how does the people at Bigfoot Club find your your artwork and try to purchase it? Um, so 
Probably the easiest way would uh, either be my website, which is jonathandoddraws.com. Um, and then if you want to, you know, there's there's other links too, like um, through my Instagram, which is jonathandodd underscore draws. Um, there's a link tree there and you can, you know, check out my t-shirt shop or my, you know, my print shop. I think my website's on there as well, so... Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably the easiest, easiest way to do that, either website or Instagram. And then people can reach out to you and like maybe commission some stuff for you, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, hit me up on Instagram, send me a message, um, Alex or, Ross. or email me. Um, my email is, is on the website. So I have a contact page there. The Alex Ross um, of the cryptid world. <laughs> I love that. I love that, dude. I'm stealing that. Hey, I, I still want you to do. Um, I still, I still want you to do the, the Lost Boys stuff on on us. Remember, yeah. I, remember, I was talking yeah, to you about the. Picture. Give me the reference photos. I'll okay. Play. And I also wanted to ask you, and you know, of course, I'm going to send you. I'm going to pay you. <laughs> I was in. I, w- I was listening to your your podcast. Was was it Strangeology podcast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about your your beer series, how you were just going yeah. through the beer series. I'm interested in a Bigfoot Club, like beer bottle and beer can. Ooh, that would be cool. I wanted, cool. and I wanted to sit inside a like footprint. Oh, a beer cool. that sits inside of a footprint. Well, you know, I want the 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 the, the can and the bottle sitting inside like a foot, uh, like a a big old footprint. That'd be real cool. Yeah, and like then um, with the beer still moving. drinking the beer. What is what, okay? I'm trying to think of a a little a little motto we should put with that. Uh, no, we we could we could put well Bigfoot Club, where Bigfoots go after hours. Well, there you go. There you go. Hey. There you go. <laughs> so. If you, I'll, I'll send you an email on that. That's what I want. And so I wanted to, want to do that for a t-shirt. You, you came up with a model, not to, not knowing for this one. You asked me a couple episodes back, where did Bigfoots go to party? Yeah. <laughs> no, I said, I said, where did Bigfoots go after hours to party? Oh, to, par- uh, to party. I said, I don't know. A cave. And you, a ra- no, a no, in a cave. Rave in a cave. And I said, no. <laughs> no, Bigfoot club. And I, oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> duh. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, they they oh, yes. go they go party with us and they they and they listen to our podcast. Yep. <laughs> and since since you're like super uh, famous, uh, Jonathan, like I'm, I don't know what or when, but I, I want to reach out to you whenever because uh, I'm I do Twitch and I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out a I have a logo for my Twitch, but I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I don't want to just say, hey, I want to I want you to do a logo for my Twitch thing. And I don't even know what it is. So, um, I want to, I want to okay. come up with some ideas and, and, and reach out to you and see, uh, what you can come up with. Cause I like your artwork. So thank you. Yeah. Hit yeah. me up. I, I definitely will. Jonathan, I, I have one more favor for you. Yes, sir. Can you do a soundbite for me? Yeah. Can you do, Hey, this oh, is this, on what you want me to say. I want uh, you <laughs> I want you to say, hey, this is Jonathan Dodd, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club podcast. Say, so, hey, this is Jonathan Dodd, the creator of the new graphic novel that you're, the name that you're making, <laughs> and nope. you're listening. <laughs> I tried, I, man, I tried. 
All right, you ready? Yep. Yes. Hey, this is Jonathan Dodd, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. One take. One take. One take. That's awesome. He's he's. Adding myself a little bit. I was like, did I say everything? No, no, you did. Uh, it usually <laughs> it usually takes people like three or four takes to do it. And uh, I think uh, Jonathan and the and the people from Australia. God, they were like one, one take. One yeah, take. yeah. Yeah, like, we. They were like, "What? What are we saying? What are we?" And then, what was the what was the Australia one? Was it like, was. Uh, we we went through this period because I I yeah. interviewed yeah I interviewed Sarah Bignall. She does uh, Yowie Central podcast. Mm-hmm. She's okay. like one of the biggest podcasts, you know, down in Australia. And I interviewed her, and then she got me to interview Yowie Dan. Uh, we did uh, Gary Lynn. We did um, um, Buck Buckingham, Buck Buck You Down, Buck, Buck, you down. and then we did uh, John Kershaw, mm-hmm. and we're actually going to, after this, we're going to be on John Kershaw's podcast after we close up with you. And uh, then we get, Attila Caldi. Attila Caldi, there you go. You know, you know what, Jonathan should do artwork for Attila. Yeah, for his, his documentaries. His documentaries, yeah. Yeah, because he oh, actually does like a lot of UFO stuff. Uh, I love doing documentary artwork. Yeah, and uh, we should probably. Yeah, we should we should hook them up together. Yeah, yeah, we should. Uh, I tell the call; he's a great dude. I love him. I love him. He's he's great people, and Mm -hmm. you know, just like Dodd. Dodd's great people. Mm -hmm. You know, Appalachia. What's uh, what's your finder's fee? With my finder's fee, Um, I don't know. Maybe um, title of the graphic novel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come you know, come back on our show and talk about the graphic novel. How about that? Yeah, when when I'm when I'm further down there, yep, and, yep. You know, me me and my brother have had a chance to you know you know get together about it and figure out like what like our our pitch for it basically. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to come back and talk about it. That'd Man, really I would fun. I would love to send you like the the one of the scripts I'm writing just just to get your take on it. Yeah, that, that'd be fun. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll send it to you. He doesn't want to say anything because it's about us. That's what it is. Okay, that's the graphic novel's about us. That's what it oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I need to get your guys' permission. <laughs> I've already written it. Yeah, yeah. we do that it's to Matt. We it's basically we, a, a, a documentary of your guys' lives. So. Yay! Permission granted. Oh man. Okay, um, Dodd. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate you, and uh, you're the best, and you're one of our. Our favorite artists, and because yes. uh, you know, I, I, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sign out. Uh, thank you so much for being on, man. Yep. All, All right. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.